0: Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session that followed my talk about the Eikolosh shotgun nerf. I actually argued that it wasn't much of a nerf, and I actually put forth that I did change my position. I had a lot of back and forth with the community about the Eikolosh shotgun, and I did in fact change my position on it. Uh, and kind of came around to the realization that the real problem is high rate of fire shotguns are just universally effective. They get to wear a lot of hats, which makes it really difficult for even a brand new pinnacle weapon like the loaded question fusion rifle to even get any legs or traction in what is basically the secondary slot, the the mid-tier, you know, weaponry slot. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always tune in live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage or follow me on Twitter at Say No to rage we're gonna jump right into the questions today train with the first one this is more of a statement maybe people need to know the term nerf before having this discussion well let's be fair okay i'm not gonna be misleading about this limiting how long trench barrel lasts is a nerf. Nerfing means you weaken the gun to one degree or another. You could nerf a weapon and say, "Yeah, we reduced the damage by 0.0001%." That's a nerf, and people would be like, "That's that's not really a nerf. Nothing really. It's still it's still really really strong. It's not even actually changing damage numbers, right? But you could still say, "Well, it's a nerf," okay? making trench barrels shut off after three shots is a nerf. It lasted for five seconds before now. You could rattle off probably seven, I think people were saying this morning, seven shots, almost an entire mag. You could rattle off almost an entire mag. And that meant that you 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 basically punch and then empty it and then back off, reload and reset, okay? The reason that I don't think it's actually much of a nerf, I don't think it's gonna net much of a damage loss. The reason you're not seeing a whole lot of damage loss is because it's making people more effective and probably helping them manage knockback better. Melee, three shots, melee, three shots. And with eight in the mag, you only got to reload one shell to get nine, nine trench barrel shots rattled off before you maybe have to back off and do like a full reload. Um, And obviously if you're standing on a Luna Faction Rift or a Rally Barricade, like some people do at Shirochi, then you just do you know punch three shots punch three shots punch three shots I think it's gonna make people more effective in those environments with trench barrel because they're just more in tune to the rhythm of the gun if you're standing on a rally barricade or a luna Faction rift you're probably just letting the shots go you might not pay attention you might not really look oh wow I you know I lost trench barrel but if you're like melee one two three melee one two three to a certain degree, I think it's, it's it's, and we're already seeing people doing damage tests, it's not actually netting a measurable or noticeable nerf. So, I, it, it is a nerf, but the reason I put question mark is like, not really. Just like if you took a gun's damage down by .001%, you'd be like, well yeah, it's a nerf, but not really. All damage numbers, all measurements, all efficiency tests that we're doing, this gun is still, you know, incredibly great. There's no cooldown on Trench Barrel. And again, I don't even think they should put a cooldown on Trench Barrel. I changed my position. Trench Barrel's not the issue. Trench Barrel is a great perk, and I'm glad to see it showing up on another gun, a kinetic shotgun. We don't know if it's going to show up on any more shotguns. Milo is good to point out that maybe that just means they're giving us an alternative to EP Shotty in the kinetic slot so you can run your Nation of Beasts and not feel like you're completely missing your your glorious EP Shotty. So... I, I don't want them to nerf it. I just think high rate of fire shotguns are, like I said during the talk, they and I've said many times both today and yesterday, they get to wear too many hats. It's a it's a shield buster. It's a it's a major killer, and it does great damage against a boss. It gets to do everything, and when you get your your loaded question out, and you try to use your loaded question, and you're like. You know oh man you know i'm gonna try this gun out it just you you immediately feel weaker you immediately feel a sense of efficiency loss and i'm not talking like you feel efficiency loss in shuro chi or end game content like just running a nightfall strike or even a public event you don't feel as strong barrel stuffing with those high rate of fire shotguns on majors and shielded enemies is just it's so it's so strong it's so strong and then you know when the mini boss shows up or the big boss shows up you know you know that you can handle him too or at least not handle but like contribute to the damage pool uh pretty efficiently um we got lagged there a little bit and got into the instance late so we're gonna have to try to instance back here um, maybe somebody's back here already getting one let me go to the next question More cat. do you think releasing pinnacles early will hurt overall loot incentive for black armory sorry if it's a dupe question it's not a dupe question that's actually a good question uh, no it won't and I'll tell you why first of all uh, fusion rifle's not that impressive second of all the auto rifle sounds really sweet but it's gonna take a while for most people to get that you're watching streamers just ham just ham fist the thing just brutalize their way through it man uh, and that's not going to be normative for the community at large. Community at large is not going to be, you know, Monday night being like, well, I've already got all the weapons like that. that that's not going to be normative. Okay. You know, watching little Sonic get the, the, the grenade launcher lightning fast that first day or anybody else that has the auto rifle or I got the fusion rifle, you know, yesterday. I don't I don't think that's gonna create this element of like, oh no. Also you have to consider the black armory is gonna have its own loot. It's gonna have a raid, it's gonna have these forges, it's gonna have stuff for you to chase and go after. I you know, I'm I'm not I'm not actually concerned about this at all. Given the length of time it's gonna take most people to do it. So uh From Paragon Nate, the question is: What would you like to see in order to bring other weapons up to par with high-rate-of-fire shotguns? Because those are the real problem at the Icolos. Yeah. So in the talk, I talked about lowering damage against bosses and then raising damage of other weapon types, or giving them perks that make them lethal. The the, the perk on the loaded question, it's in it's in the right ballpark, right? Auto-loading holster, and it, you pull it out, it's fully loaded. Reservoir burst, boom, big damage and a big explosion but the charge time is ridiculous. 860 is incredibly slow. Reload's awful. And so I had a guy lined up on a public event and I missed him because the charge time is just unbelievably terrible. Reload speed's intentionally low because they're trying to softly suggest to you use auto-loading holster. You pull it out, bam, put it away. Pull it out, bam, put it away. It's supposed to be a rhythmic weapon. Reservoir Burst needs help. It's not doing... Listen, Reservoir Burst... Combined with the right perks, could really be the perfect weapon because if you're busting a major and getting a multi kill with one energy bullet, that's great for ammo economy. You're you're stretching your energy ammo way further than with Icolos. Ikelos, you're burning through your ammo really quickly. So, you know, if greens aren't falling, it can kind of hurt in games like game modes like Gambit and stuff. They just need they, loaded question. Just needs some help. And as far as like snipers and SMGs. Snipers need to be stupid strong in in, uh, in PVE. Snipers, okay, so think about it like this. A sniper's gonna one-shot an ad that is a red bar, and maybe if the shield's busted on a captain or a knight or something, it'll probably one-shot them too if you land a headshot. That's nice, but not really necessary. So, snipers should be on the other end of the spectrum of what I've espoused for a shotgun. Okay? If a shotgun gets damage reduction, a high rate of fire shotgun gets a damage reduction against a boss, a sniper should get a ridiculous crit bonus against a boss, because if you're pulling that sucker out and you're using it for boss damage, and you're nailing those headshots, it should be really rewarding you for that. Now somebody's gonna push back on that and say, well Lono, aren't you then kind of breaking the hierarchy that you defend so ardently, you're gonna have a primary weapon and then basically two power weapons. The only reason I think this would be okay is because it's an it's an obvious trade-off. You aren't really using your sniper as you're roaming around. You're gonna have to rely on something else with that build, right? And then your payout for not really having a se- quote-unquote secondary weapon is that it does da- good damage if you land crits on a boss. Again, some skill some skill required, as well as you're softly kind of punishing yourself you're not giving yourself that that mid tier uh the mid tier option like a shotgun gives you SMGs, I think, in PvE should just be energy ammo weapons and you cut their ammo way down and give them a crazy good damage buff and start giving them much better perks so they can function as a mid-tier weapon. SMGs just don't function as a primary weapon in this game, so they should be like a, if you charge this major or this shield guy with this SMG and you rip through your clip, your magazine. It's worth it, and it does tons of damage in that mid-tier range. Cause we're lowering how much ammo you get. Cause it should be classified as an energy weapon in PVE. Sidearms, who gives a frick about sidearms? But in general, if you raised those weapon types up in lethality and gave them those bonuses, you would start to see people having more diverse loadouts. They would be like, I, I love my Ikalah shotgun. I love my Badlander, but these other guns are worth it too and you have to think about what this does for loot incentive and what it does for loot chase if suddenly if suddenly smgs function like that you might start going on these smg farms there could be a nightfall specific smg gun and its curated role could have some unique version of genesis where when you bust the shield um it reloads the gun with a supercharged mag or something i don't know something like that so that as soon as you do that and this is why people push back They're like who cares who cares just use whatever you want why does it matter loot seven in- incentive is typically driven by power why do you think people went crazy going after the grenade launcher or that auto rifle those pinnacle weapons why do you think people went after Luna's why do you think people went after not forgotten its power you're not chasing a weapon just because it's cute you know what I mean? Like once people start realizing the fusion rifle's not that good, they'll shrug their shoulders at it. Like, I'm not going to grind 40 strikes and 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 my way through this to get that pinnacle weapon, it's not that good. Right? This is why weapon diversity and weapon diversity diversity within power matters so much because it's what drives your your grind and your loot incentive heavily. And random rolls is a huge benef- benefit here because then, that's like I said yesterday, that's a natural extender of relevancy because now it's like you don't get the role you want, you keep trying. There's the curated role that could be unique and has its own unique perk, but its drop rate's like really, really low. You know, they could add like a... An actual intrinsically lower drop rate on curated rolls because they give them better perks they're almost like pinnacle weapons but they don't have the grind of a quest but they give you the grind of like running the nightfall tons of times at the high score because that unique perk is so good so next question Rusty hey Lono how much of the icolos problem is a result of lackluster exotics Uh, there aren't any competitive energy slot exotics that do close to the damage that the Ikelos does. Maybe we need more (coughs) exotic diversity between the slots, something to make me use an energy exotic, uh, and a bad omens. I, I see, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from, and I think you're getting at a larger issue that is related to this and exotic power weapons Exotic power weapons are... I I talked about this like two or three talks ago. There's an automatic synergy between something being exotic and it being a power weapon. If you're going to take the limitation in your loadout and say, well, I can only carry one exotic, and what am I going to use it on? Well, if you use it on uh, on your primary, what's a primary primarily do? It kills red bar enemies do you really really need a weapon that has tons of ammo and on its own a good rolled you know pulse rifle or you know hand cannon or whatever does a good job against (coughs) excuse me it does a good job against you know the trash ads are you really going to waste your exotic choice on a gun that might do a little bit of a better job at killing trash ads, right? The threat's just not that big, the benefits generally aren't that strong. So what typically happens is, most people look at the decision and they're like, well, it just makes sense to run it on an exotic, there's just a good synergy between... Picking an exotic and it being powerful because the ammo shows up less often, and not only does it show up less often, when you have to use it, it's 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 less frequent in the rhythmic nature of combat. You use it on the boss, you use it on the public event boss, whatever. So there's just a really really good synergy there. There's less instances where you use it. There's less ammo for it. There's less there's less opportunities for it to really shine. So that you're like, well, I'm gonna make my exotic a power weapon. You know, you have plenty ammo for your kinetic. Your kinetic's basically killing the abundance of the enemies that you face, and it's not that difficult. Thralls and and acolytes and dregs and things of this nature, they're just not that big of a threat. And that leads to people saying, well, I mean, I'm just going to keep the exotic and the heavy. This is great by the way, the people that are taking up slots in my party and not helping kill these enemies. This is a joy. Thank you for that. Uh, Spaniard, how do you feel about the 1.8% damage increase to scout rifles? I mean, scout rifles in general are problematic because they don't they don't land on the combat of Destiny 2. There's just not a lot of room for them. Uh, there's not a lot of room for them in the game. So if 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 you played uh if you played Kingsfall and you used like an auto rifle or a pulse you kind of felt like this isn't very effective, right? This isn't like a very effective gun. And but you got out your scout and you're like, "Oh, this isn't too bad," right? This isn't too bad. Well, there aren't a lot of places like that in destiny 2 thank you just splitting up the aggro with one other person makes such a huge difference please don't sit in my party afk boys if anybody wants to join this feel free to join uh i thought i had a full group Uh, we actually have a spot i thought i had two people afk it was just milo that's fine milo's been with me all morning i thought literally both of you were afk and that's why i got a little salty i was like bros don't take up a spot and be afk um so if anybody wants to join feel free the combat nature of Destiny 2 doesn't give a lot of room for scouts, and the reason is most of this was built, engagement ranges, the movement of the enemies, etc., it was all built from the ground up with double primary in mind, right? So, it would make sense to run a really good scout, Right? You could shield pop from far away, you could get some dragonfly, you know, from far away, and then when things got close, you'd get out your hand cannon, you'd get out your auto rifle. Well, now that we have, we don't have double primary anymore, you're like, why the frick would I run a scout rifle? Like, I just feel automatically nerfed. Anything gets close to you, and you're like, well, I guess I have to use my shotgun on these trash ads, or melee, or grenade, or whatever. So it doesn't give you versatility of engagement. Hand cannons are good everywhere. They're good at far range, mid-range, and close range. Auto rifles, if you get a good auto rifle, like the Half Dan, the Half Dan's pretty much good at every range as well, but generally speaking, hand cannons and pulse rifles really land on the various engagement ranges. It gets a little bit dicey with the pulse rifle if ads get really close to you, but it's not that difficult. Dat Rando, thank you for the brand new Prime sub. And PR Giant with 19 months of subs a little while ago. Thank you so much, PR Giant. So I said it this morning, sniper rifles need to be significantly stronger and then scout rifles should be right behind them. If I'm going to take the time to put on a scout rifle and I'm going to play, I'm going to play more, more, uh, I heard sound from that. That's funny. I have sound turned off anyway. If I want to play more drawn butt back and play more of a precision role, scout rifles should be doing tons of damage, they should feel like a miniature sniper. And if they don't do that, I don't think scouts are ever going to get anywhere, personally. Shazzle81, maybe I'm missing it, but even if it's a nerf to the Ikalos, isn't part of the long-term survivability of the game moving the meta and changing people's experiences and loadouts? Like, this question encapsulates my entire position position on this. Somebody asked this morning, like, who cares, it's PvE, or people be like, just run whatever you want. Like, this is getting at the heart of the issue. It's a looter shooter, and as I said earlier, power is what motivates grind. Powerful weapons are powerful motivators. I said that in another talk. Powerful weapons are powerful motivators. Grinding for that lunas or whatever. Running the raid every week until you get your 1k voices. So if... If there's an ever-present gun that casts a shadow over everything in the mid-tier, all these weapons just sort of sit on the sidelines. Techie Force, Loaded Question, Nation of Beast, because you don't really want to lose Icoloss, like, but then they're going to give you a high-rate-of-fire you know, Trench Barrel Kinetic, so then you might be able to run your Nation of Beast. You're just moving the goalposts at that point. You're still running Hand, Cannon, Shotgun. You're just changing, it's changing which guns are which. Um, so this gets at the heart of the issue. If you're a fan of Destiny and you've, and you've developed an affinity for the game, then I would think part of that affinity, I'm not going to speak for everybody and say why you should play or what motivates you, but I would think to some degree, part of your love and affinity for Destiny is chasing loot. And I think that motivation, that incentive, that driver gets muted and neutered quite a bit when one weapon is so universally good. So... Um, Mervana PSN Do you think removing full auto as an intrinsic perk on the rapid fire frame would have been a better nerf No, uh uh, new No, number one, you could still pull the trigger pretty fast, it would lower rate of fire a little bit but no, don't break don't completely break and wreck the archetype that's not what we want to do we don't want to take the archetype and be like, well, high rate of fire shotguns it's like, this this is an over pivot right? Bungie tends to swing the pendulum, right? It happens. They they do something in the crucible, and then it's too strong, and then they make the thing terrible. It was like they kind of did that to uh, they did that to shot the shotguns in in D1 with the special ammo changes, right? Shotguns just became less overnight, became like less of a threat. They just they didn't matter, all of a sudden, and a lot of that was because. A lot of that was because they just suddenly changed ammo economy. Like, overnight, shotguns were just, you know, not even really worth using. Now, some people still use them, but they weren't nearly like what they were. Like, the pendulum just swings. And this just feels like a pendulum swing. Like, Ikela shotgun's too good. Let's just wreck the entire high-rate-of-fire archetype of shotguns. Like, high-rate-of-fire shotguns should be good at popping shields and major busting. They should be good at those close range guys that get up in your face and they're meaty and they take a little bit more to kill, you know, those are those are completely acceptable uses of a weapon like that. What's not acceptable though is for a weapon to wear that many hats. It just it just ends up feeling like an overreach, like the gun just is reaching outside of where it's supposed to be really operating. Thunderlord's close, right? Thunderlord has tons of ammo. It's great at everything, but it's an exotic heavy, and I'm kind of okay with it, right? Great ammo economy. It's good for ads because of the the spam, the damage, and the spam. And then you don't feel the pain of using the ammo on ads, because you're like, oh, I have t- I have a ton of ammo left. You know, it's not a big deal. Great ammo economy, and it's got amazing damage on many bosses and bosses because of just what you can do with it holding it down and the rate of fire and the extra damage you get from the lightning strikes and stuff like it's a very very strong weapon it's very universal but it's an exotic heavy Icoloss is a very easy to obtain legendary shotgun Whoa, it took me forever well okay some people did take a long time to get Icoloss shoddy i don't want to make it look like you just go to the tower and buy it but it's the easiest farm in the game if you want a curated roll on a Nightfall weapon, it's probably gonna take you longer than for somebody to get the Icoloss because your chances of getting the Ikalos go up every time you don't get it. And you can just do wave six, kill the boss, wave six, kill the boss. Every time that boss dies and he doesn't drop you the Ikalos shotgun, your chances go up. And you don't have to rerun a strike. You just rerun wave six and then kill him. It's the easiest, most intentional weapon farm in all of destiny, in all of destiny. Dr. Budster, with the change to trench barrel, would it benefit the sandbox to put the perk pool for fusion rifles, particularly the longer charge fusion rifles? Um... You do need an encrypted key no you do not the shotgun drops from the boss the, the key is only for the chest once a week for armor pieces you do not need an encrypted key a lot of people have completely misunderstood how to farm for the icolash shotgun and that's why i think some people think it took me forever well it's because they're probably going in there once a week and using their keys on each character and they're thinking that they're never going to get it just keep killing the boss do wave six kill the boss the boss is what drops the weapon Um, I think that misunderstanding has led some to conclude, oh, it took me forever to get it. That's why it should be so strong. It actually shouldn't take you that long to get it given the way that they've changed, um, both the farm and the drop rate have both been given a very great synergy. I'm okay with the synergy, right? I'm okay with the synergy, but, uh, it, uh, it just makes it a very, very easy to obtain weapon. How do you rerun wave six As soon as the escalation protocol boss dies just go click the thing to activate escalation protocol if you do it right if you do it within a certain amount of time it will um, it, it'll just reactivate wave six it doesn't start you all the way over so kill the boss hit the chest if you have a key you don't need to hit the chest kill the boss and then go reactivate escalation protocol and if you do it in that in that quick time frame it just starts wave six all over again. Uh, now, now, as far as this question goes about putting trench barrel on fusion rifles, particularly the longer charge fusion rifles, um, I don't think you want to just keep throwing trench barrel everywhere. It's like you get trench barrel and you get trench barrel. I think reservoir burst was a good start. This is a cool idea. If the battery's full, the next burst deals tons of damage, and enemies explode. And it's got auto-loading holster on it. That's called perk synergy. Those two perks are complementing each other. Okay. So that that is that's a huge, huge movement forward for curated roles and for pinnacle weapons to have that perk synergy. It kind of reminds you of the perks from Wrath of the Machine, right? So. When you think about trench barrel, the reason trench barrel works so well on a high rate of fire shotgun is you run in bam and then you immediately boom boom boom. If you have to bam and then zzz, that's I don't think that perks synergy would be as good. Reservoir burst just needs backup plan added to it intrinsically. It wouldn't break PVP cuz you're almost never going to have 7 rounds in PVP, right? and it would give it that quick snappiness, right? You get it out, auto-loading hoster refilled it, just boom, got that major, switch back to your primary. Wait a little bit, wait a little bit, oh, got another shot, just boom. Now, if you're not going to give it intrinsic plan C, then lean into what it is. A more slow, methodical weapon that has great ammo economy if used properly, why not give me ammo back on a multi-kill? Why not reload the gun on a multi-kill so I can keep Reservoir Burst going and chaining it for big groups of enemies, right? Boom, got a multi-kill, oop, reloaded it, boom, got a multi-kill, and like, chaining Reservoir Burst. It needs help on one end or the other. Either make it shoot way faster on the front end, or if you're going to keep it slowing you know, shooting slow as frick, then at least let it generate ammo for the gun. Either put ammo in the in, in reserves or just reload it, one or the other. One of those three options would make the gun significantly better than it is and maybe, and maybe make it viable as a mid-tier weapon. Just because you could, if used properly in games like Gambit, you could potentially really extend your energy ammo economy by using it on a major and killing the major, and then you used one shot. That extends your your special ammo economy, your energy ammo economy, and keeps you in a better footing for the next time a major comes out. Barrel stuffing with Ikelos in Gambit can be rough. If, if greens don't drop for you, I've gotten to the point, but trust me, if you're running around in Gambit and you only have kinetic ammo, you feel freaking naked. It is rough, especially rounds two and three. So the gun could function as a... Yeah, it's not as mindless, it's not as low low floor entry, ease of use like Ikelos, but if used properly, you're going to get great ammo economy out of this, it just, it, it's, what you're getting for the trade, remember when you'd put like, oh, I got a gun with brace frame, you'd put on brace frame, but you'd lose some ammo in the clip, what you trade when you put on the fusion rifle, what you gain, it isn't worth it, it just isn't worth it. Now, if you use it, like, as somebody in chat is asking, if you use it on a Rally Barricade or a Luna Faction Rift, sure, but it's a mid-tier weapon. A Rally Barricade in a Luna Faction Rift signifies a stand-and-deliver mentality, which usually signifies a damage cycle. We're gonna stand here, and we're gonna damage that thing. Most of the areas that have ads spawning, there's not enough of them, usually in the rhythm of combat, to warrant being like, yeah, put down a Rally Barricade. Like, it just sometimes yes not all the time now if you got a good build with uh perpetuation where you use your class ability and then it kind of increases you getting your class ability back like if you really built yourself to constantly have your class ability maybe the gun might be a whole lot better than it currently is cause when they showed it off on twitter they showed it behind or in a rift they did the same thing with the, the breakneck auto rifle they used it on a rally barricade and it just looked stupid and nutty uh in pve so but that's the absolute optimization of the weapon you're really going all the way to the end of the road at that point when you're just using it in meat and potatoes content it just feels like you're really weakening yourself juice box not really a question but clyde and james work have already confirmed that it's still a dps loss uh, to melee and recharge you lose two shots Uh, to stop in melee, which an overall negative to damage output. Nobody reapply reapply before, and the best PvE players that are two-man non-cheesing Riven are saying it's still the best to just spray and pray. Right, like, because the nature of the problem isn't necessarily Trench Barrel. So, um, just like, just like, uh, I thought maybe a Prime Engram from him would be higher than 600. It's not. Just like messing with aim assist uh, in um, aim, amazing with aim Assist on sleeper didn't fix gambit that this isn't really fixing the heart of the issue. The heart of the issue is just a high rate of fire shotgun So sure you're losing two shots but again if you're if you're managing trench barrel better and just being more efficient with it in general then it, it's potentially it's just not much of a nerf right just not much of a nerf. Yo, you lose two shots. Yeah, but the trade-off is you're a little bit more aware of Trench Barrel. You're a little bit more aware of when it's needing to be reset and when you're needing to pull it, you know, back. and if an entire team is doing that, how many shots got wasted? Not How many shots got wasted before the nerf and weren't Trench Barrel? Right? How many shots got wasted? Probably a pretty good amount. Now, I mean, if people are really paying attention... They're going to be getting Trench Barrel on every single shot. You know, you you punch three, you know, three shots, punch, three shots, punch. And again, as I've shown against the Minotaur a couple of times now, it, it honestly puts you in really good sync with their knockback and their melees because you shoot three times and you're ready to melee again. So, uh, enemy trunks. What do you think about finally being able to buy mod components from a vendor the A D uh, the Adam One vendor Black Armory will sell them. Oh, I think that's a great choice. I think that's a great choice. We we definitely needed more intentionality about getting uh, mods and this is going to be a nice change for another reason. They're adding new mods There's gonna be mods to like make dragonfly a bigger and stronger explosion There's gonna be a mod to extend the length of rampage like how long it lasts Like there's some really really cool mods coming out that I think are gonna be better than being like oh, just put targeting adjuster on you know hand cannons and pulses and Kind of call it a day, right? You put a ma- you put a mag increase on a shotgun or a sniper, like, and then you're just kind of done. Hipfire grip. I mean, how many mods are just not really... The major minor and and boss spec ones are cool. Um, I'm actually... If I had another one of these targeting adjusters, I'm really considering putting minor spec on my Warden's Law since it has Feeding Frenzy. Um, Really, really considering it. But a lot of these just... Counterbalance, I've heard... the, The debate between counterbalance and targeting adjuster for pulses is a pretty good debate that kind of comes down to preference but for the most part you're not debating between two big significantly different um different things but as someone in chat is saying putting rampage spec on the on the new auto uh putting an increase in dragonfly on the nation of beasts you don't really need targeting adjuster on the nation of beasts this is a pretty good gun it gets the job done if you make the dragonfly explode bigger that's pretty exciting bigger and stronger that's pretty awesome Um, so, is the Warden's Law good? I love it with Feeding Frenzy. It's a great 110 with Feeding Frenzy, because you don't need to get a headshot kill to proc it. So, a Major is better for 110? I completely disagree, because you're almost never shooting a Major with it. Most Majors are going to barrel stuff, and then by the time they're done getting barrel stuff, they got nothing left, you know? 90% 90% of the time this weapon is being fired, it's being fired at a miner, Like, it's being fired at a at a red bar. So, Dr. Budster, before the change of Trench Barrel, would uh, it have been negative impact, at least in regards to PvP, to put Trench Barrel on sidearms or S- <clears throat> SMGs? I mean, no. PvP, man, nobody's proccing Trench Barrel in PvP nobody's going into an engagement being like all right i gotta punch this guy first and then i'm gonna shoot him (laughs) that's not generally what people are doing in pvp now they might charge in with 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 a melee ability like shoulder charge but and they're leading with that but that's a one hit kill so you don't you don't really have to you're not really using that to do something like trench barrel and again we don't want to just slap trench barrel on everything like come up with things like Reservoir Bursts that, that are unique and complementary to the weapon type or to the archetype, you know? Darth Koveffy, uh, do you think it'd be good for them to change swords to special ammo for kinetic and energy slots as an alternative to at close range? If you've not seen my video called Swords Suck, Destiny 2 Swords Suck, I espouse this idea in that video. Um, man, I'm getting some flickers in here. Um, I think, I still think cloaks on people are causing issues. I updated my Nvidia drivers and I'm still getting random flickers in destiny. It's so weird. It usually comes from the the cloaks on hunters like glitching, but yeah, I think swords, I think swords are in a really, 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 really weird spot. And I think they could afford to take them out of the power, take them out of the power ammo slot. Um, because if you think about what you're doing with a sword, even if swords were like really, really dope and really, really strong, that means you've basically gotta always anytime it's time for a power a power or damage cycle on a boss, you have to get right up in their nose. And look, there are times and places for that. Like it was great when we found out Dark Drinker could wreck Axis. It was cool when we found out like Rays Lighter was great for the 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 um the death singer challenge you know because it just allowed you to kill majors ridiculously fast out they come just hit them with that sword man awesome knocks them back takes them out of the picture so i I like them in that i like them in that regard there's just nowhere to to really justify using swords if it was in the energy slot it, it could do that. It could serve as like that mid-tier shield popping, major busting, and it could wear a little bit of the hat of boss damage, but not much, right? Because you you run out of ammo pretty fast, and it, the 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 right trigger like. Shoo like the 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 fire rate if we want to call it the fire rate or the swing rate of the sword is slow enough that you could justify saying like it's okay that it does some damage to bosses okay damage to bosses because the dps would be slow it's a slower usage than just you know barrel stuffing with an nyckeloss um the other thing i said is that if you moved into the energy slot you could have different types of sword burning swords knockback swords entangling swords blinding swords swords that had effects on you know the enemy so like blinding would be cool you could go nail the major it would blind him and the enemies nearby entangling sword could do like a mini tether uh burning swords could do dot damage things like that I, th- 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 you could do some really fun thing with swords swords and trace rifles have massive potential to be given different types uh in and then really let them shine in the energy slot um, I think they could do a lot. I, I think trace rifles should be a legendary style weapon, and you could do a lot of fun things, because it's a, it's a persistent damage type. It's a beam, you know? Goop, with the next question. I still don't think Ikelos is technically the problem. I think the lack of good secondary weapons is the main issue. We never need to use an elemental auto rifle or hand cannon in the spot, so Icoloss is really the only option. I think they need to completely change secondary weapons instead of nerking I-Kalos. uh, Do you agree? I mean... Your question summarizes a handful of my videos. Ikela shotgun problem video, the energy weapon problem video, and the weapon system problem video. I touch on all three of these major issues right now. I think the weapon system's inferior because we don't really have a true primary secondary system. The kinetic slot doesn't really have anything to, other than going to old weapons, like the perfect paradox. Again, you're just pivoting to a high rate of fire shotgun. There are really no kinetic weapons to justify having like a primary like you put on nation of beast and the only real thing you can do to complement it is to throw on perfect paradox. So you're 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 not changing much in your loadout and even even then you're using an old gun, you're pivoting to something old. So if you look at, you know, the kinetic slot versus the energy slot, you're getting at what I'm talking about. A, a more a more clear primary and secondary system would make it a whole lot easier for them to say, "Okay, here are You know energy smgs we're gonna rent you know take these fusion rifles way way up and then just put nation of beasts up here and let it have arc you know and maybe make it a trade-off maybe make it a trade-off if you use a legend if you use a primary weapon in the primary slot up there at the top and it has arc damage maybe you lose the crit multiplier on it or something you're using it in a different way you're more leaning on the nation of beasts for its its dragonfly but if they lower the crit multiplier on it it takes you a little bit longer to get dragonfly so you're doing a trade-off lethality of the weapon goes down a little bit but the trade-off is well i got dragonfly so i'm gaining some crowd control mechanics and yeah i'm not one-shotting everything like lono is with his uh with his warden's law 110 but I'm, I'm getting dragonfly. So there's a handful of things they could do to the weapon system to make it to where there's more versatility. And this is one of the times where I'm going to say I give Bungie a pass. We're in transition, right? We're still sort of trying to, Ooh, I got the show of four sniper rifle. We're still trying to leave behind double primary okay and given that we're leaving behind double primary that means that there's going to be growing pains and I don't think the weapon system has landed yet I really don't think it's landed now they've got other things that are coming out more perk selection so that your last perk isn't the only perk you'll be able to pick between two that's a really good idea the ability for you to uh, put perk, uh, put mods on like the ones I've already described, you know, that make dragonfly bigger or extend the length of rampage. That's more like weapon specialization, right? That's like weapon specialization. You're like, no, this weapon is a dragonfly weapon. This weapon is a rampage weapon. Like you're digging in and specializing. That's a really smart move. But again, if the slot issues and the efficiency issues don't change, you're just going to be like, where's the next trench barrel shotgun? Where's the next best high rate of fire shotgun? You're not going to use the loaded question or any other fusion rifle. You're going to be in a very, very similar situation. I'll show the weapon in just a second that I got. I got a shotgun that had uh, auto-loading holster on it twice. The perks are apparently glitched on these weapons and they're going to fix it on Tuesday, but we're just doing it for the fun of it. Um, I'll show you guys the weapon in a second. I was just waiting. We're trying to instance and we're lagging severely right now uh, to see if we could get a double dip on the boss and he's not here so let's take a look at this weapon it rolled with firmly planted triple tap extended mag or alloy mag um so you'd probably want to run extended mag with triple tap and firmly planted it's kind of nice on a on a sniper because um accuracy stability and handling when crouched I don't know with triple tap you might want to just go with alloy land the 3 shots get triple tap to proc and then you just reload it really fast I don't know it's cool looking though it's cool looking gun it's neat the hockey sniper uh the next question more cat says how problematic will icelos shotgun be if nothing matches it from the black armory Uh, I happen to think, I happen to think that we are going to, I think the Eichelot shotgun is going to meet its match in Black Armory. Right? You don't get the Black black Armory shaders if you dismantle it, just FYI. Uh, Incorrect. I did get a Black Armory shader from it when I dismantled it. It's right here. New Age Black Armory. I got that when I dismantled the shotgun earlier. So maybe yours glitched. Um, I also got another item that doesn't have a description. Uh, it's called a Black Armory Schematic Consumable, and it doesn't say anything. Its just is empty. There's no flavor text. So, they're glitchy. So, you may have, you may have dismantled yours and didn't get your, uh, you didn't get your, whatever it's called. Uh, you didn't get your shader. It's not a guarantee. Yeah, because they're glitchy. Um, did I answer the last question? Yeah, I think Escalation Protocol Shotgun is going to get unseated in Black Armory, and here's why. I know a lot of people were really hoping, and I was looking to the loaded question to be my new secondary. I was like, please let this thing be awesome. Maybe they'll do an update and a tweak to this in the future. They don't necessarily have to listen to me, but I can't be the only one suggesting at least putting backup plan in here or something for ammo generation to make this gun feel unique but cool if used properly. So this thing, that didn't really land. This is a pretty easy to obtain weapon and it's not included in the paid to DLC. You just get this if you play Destiny. You don't have to pay for this, right? It's only guaranteed when you placed it on that item. I feel like every time I've dismantled an item with a shader, I've gotten it. But I guess maybe I wasn't paying attention and I was just getting lucky. I don't know. The reason I think there's going to be a weapon or weapons that unseat Escalation Protocol shotgun is because it's paid for content. It's paid for content. So if you look at, you know, Mine and Curse of Osiris, their intention is to give you weapons to chase and get, right? You paid for it. And free weapons, free weapons every season. Don't expect them to blow your hair back. I think they're going to be in the lane that these guns are in. The breakneck and the loaded question and the whatever it's called, the the mountaintop. These guns are cool and good and, you know, they're, they're potentially going to be pretty awesome. But given that they're free and they just come every season, I would expect them to always be in the mid tier like they're going to be somewhere between like a great legendary and here's like a luna if the luna and the not forgotten are like the absolute best versions of pinnacle weapons that we've seen and they're like a step under an exotic i feel like there's going to be legendary and then there's going to be like mediocre pinnacle and then pinnacle and i feel like the seasonal free pinnacle weapons are probably going to typically be mediocre pinnacle. They'll they'll be potentially better than a legendary that you can grind for, but they're going to be mediocre in comparison to maybe monetized pinnacle. they've They've got to incentivize you to buy, and if you can get free pinnacle weapons every season that are better than the monetized guns, you're going to be like, why am I paying for the black armory? So that's why I think the black armory is going to have better weapons. So, The description says, will return to your inventory. Yeah, I always thought that you just got shaders. If the shader is applied to an item and then the item is dismantled, there is a small chance this shader will be returned to inventory. I didn't realize it said small chance. Oh, maybe it's... Maybe blues say that? Yeah, blues say there's a small chance and then... Yeah, purple. Say the shader will be returned to your inventory. So I'm wondering if it's a difference between the actual shader level. If it's a it's le- if it's a purple or a blue, does it does it uh, return? Because here's another blue one. Small chance to be returned to your inventory. That was a blue shader. Here's a purple. This shader will be returned to your inventory. So it does seem that if it's a if it's a purple shader, you applied it. All right. Well, let's test it then. Let's test it. Let's put a blue one on something. Do I, I don't even know if I have any blue one. All right, here's Avalon Teal. All right. Oh, Avalon Teal. Yeah, it, it, uh, it is. It's not a matter of the blue to the purple. It's a matter of if you applied the shader or not. They are, they are correct in what they're saying, uh, in the chat. Uh, next question in flames, says what do you think about the warden's law chain seems like the weapon could have been unique it's disappointing but (laughs) it's disappointing but it's disappointing because i feel like it's a punt i feel like they could have made it a really unique weapon it could have interacted uniquely with fourth times the charm which is honestly what i thought we were going uh to get and instead what we got is a bit of a punt now I understand why they're punting. They probably didn't have maybe the time that it would have taken to go in there and kind of finesse how the gun would work. Um, reason being when you land a crit, it combines the damage. It's not actually two bullets or two projectiles. If and they even corrected the text, the text originally said it was like a burst fire. Well, if it was a burst fire and each crit each gun hit, each bullet hit and registered as a crit, it would essentially be a 220 hand cannon, which doesn't presently exist, instead of a 110, because you have to take the 110 and multiply it by two if it's literally shooting two individual crits every time out of a burst, right? That would have been problematic. All of a sudden, you have a 220 hand cannon with the impact of a 110. That would be ridiculous. Can you imagine getting a crit in Crucible, like ba bam, and it just poof, hits him in the head? That'd be that'd be stupid. A 110 getting two taps that fast, it would be it would be a two-tap weapon. You would hit somebody in Crucible with, with two bursts and it would kill them. Uh, it also would have been just problematic with respect to damage output in PvE in general as a trash-add weapon. It would have been one-shotting literally, uh, not everything, but it would have been very, very lethal for a weapon that's not intended that. So I kind of understand why they punted. They kind of were like, we can't re- completely rework the way that this weapon's uh, bullets land. And even if we do, you'd basically have to have each individual, each crit landing as their own, but then lowering the damage so it doesn't register as two individual 110 bullets. Like, I'm disappointed, and the disappointment reaches a little bit further for people who hung on. They they got the curated role, and they, like, hung on to the curated role. They made the curated role worse than the role that I had. I had a triple tap role, and I had a curated roll with 4 times a charm. 4 times a charm got replaced with Zen Moment. Zen Moment is so stupid and unneeded on a 110. You don't need Zen Moment on a 110 hand cannon. It doesn't shoot fast enough to really feel any need of like, I need stability as I land hits. Like, it's hard hitting, you're one-shotting most of the enemies that are trash that you're using it on. You don't need Zen Moment. They replaced my, they replaced triple tap, they replaced triple tap with freaking Feeding Frenzy feeding frenzy is fantastic i don't even i don't even have to get a headshot kill i just have to kill them and the reload speed of feeding frenzy versus the reload speed of uh of outlaw i'm gonna show you i don't even have outlaw hand cannon uh, reloaders on that right there is feeding frenzy that reload is feeding frenzy that like and i and i don't even have hand cannon reloader gauntlets on because I'm using my Shards of Galanor that I got today, and they didn't roll with Hand Cannon Reloader. Boo-hoo, sad for me. Feeding Frenzy's silly. Feeding Frenzy belongs on the Curated Roll. (laughs) They did it backwards. I don't know what they were thinking. Wow, they melted him. I didn't even get a shot on the boss. They did it backwards. Curated Roll should have got Feeding Frenzy, uh, and... I guess if they wanted to turn triple tap into zen they could have zen moment just doesn't belong on a 110 it just doesn't you don't need it hand cannons in general don't really need zen i could see getting zen on a trust and kind of liking it because you can kind of spam the trust it's like you know such a high rate of fire but i don't know disappointing at two levels it's, it's a punt could have been a unique weapon could have made four times a charm a really unique perk because right now four times the charm doesn't really matter where it shows up it shows up on the age-old bond i mean it, on the age-old bond it just feels like triple tap to be honest because you're spraying the weapon anyway so it just feels like a, a a little bit slightly better triple tap and then on the warden's law it could have been an incredibly unique version of the weapon so disappointing because the curated role uh i deleted my curated role i forget the other perks on it uh, probably been really nice Nova Hands, hey Lono, do you think Bungie will ever consider moving primaries out of the energy slot? I feel like Icolos is the only one half of the problem. This touch on something I already talked about, somebody already asked about, so good question, Nova Hands. I already touched on the fact that the weapon system and the energy set we- weapon problem and the Ikelos, all those videos I made, energy weapon problem, weapon system problem, and the Ikelos problem, all those are interplaying and they're all related, and that's why I think the weapon system just hasn't really arrived yet. It hasn't gogo go guy 28 how would you feel if loaded question auto loaded its first shot every time you shot it keeping the bonus damage uh you got to have a requirement i touched on this you got to have a requirement i think a multi-kill is a good requirement for what you're saying if it's just constantly reloading itself I've, that's real. i don't even understand that's really really strong now eventually you would run out of ammo or you wouldn't have enough ammo to have it be at seven so the question would be how much do you get on reserve right however much you have on reserve is how many shots you would get at full damage i don't know given how slow it shoots though you might be on to something i don't know I don't know. I think requiring a multi-kill would be good because then you could use it on trash ads and be like, well, it's, it's nice. I can kind of keep the reservoir burst going, you know? Uh, Atmospherum. Isn't the trade-off from a fusion and a A always going to be about range and multi-enemy damage? This might be an unpopular opinion, but I think a range reduction for high rate of fire shoddies would make sense. From point blank, high rate of fire shoddies should be a ton of damage. From a few steps back... Uh, higher impact shotguns and fusion rifles should take charge again I like where your head's at but it's not going to solve the problem nobody is using their Eichelage shotgun from way back nobody's like or the Badlander for that matter even if you don't need trench barrel most people aren't like all right, I'm going to get this major from back here no they barrel stuff they go up and stuff the barrel right in their face Twitch Prime resub from Newton's Laws getting close to that stream baby keep up the good work thank you so much Newton Laws I appreciate that man welcome back and Renton007 four minutes ago resub for almost an entire year, 11 months, almost a year Lono do you think the nerf to Icoloss is better than just moving it to heavy or moving it to the heavy slot was too much of a design constraint uh, I don't think you wanted to change the archetype move it slots, make it an exotic I don't think any of that would have been the right pivot, I don't even think the nerf is really that much of a nerf it's so minimal it, it could be a perception thing right? It could be a perception thing. Bungie's like, if we nerf Trench Barrel, people will get upset and mad, and they'll feel like we broke their favorite toy, and they'll just stop using it. Truth be told, you can try it out and use it, and you'll be like, okay, I don't I don't really notice that much of a difference. This is still really, really great. Um, so, and as Eugene is saying, Hire to Fire is so strong, I hardly ever bother to proc Trench Barrel. I really only bother to proc Trench Barrel on mini bosses and bosses. I don't proc Trench Barrel on ma- on Majors and Shields, because the difference in TTK, it's almost non-existent. You almost slow down your TTK by trying to proc Trench Barrel. You almost slow down your TTK on a major. It's it's roughly three shots, right? A shielded major, roughly three to four shots. That doesn't change because you melee first. So I proc Trench Barrel on mini bosses and bosses most of the time. Unless I know I can kind of get off the melee to, to close the space, right? If I'm on a Titan... Uh, a Titan Warlock or Hunter, and I'm in, I'm in that sweet spot where I know the melee is going to pull me closer to the enemy and catch him off guard, that's one of the few times I kind of do it against uh, the Majors and the shielded enemies, because I know it's going to it's gonna help me, not hurt me. Sasquatch, what do you think about enhanced trait perks on raid weapons? Uh, dragonfly to Firefly, Rampage 5% per stack, Kill Clip 7%, Explosive Payload, wider AoE, also Raid Armor with two mod slots. Uh, One exclusively for raid mods the other for basic mods, man I really like where your head's at on the mods because that would basically give you the freedom to wear whatever you want But then you'd be like if you want the raid if you want the raid perks Then you got to put the raid mod in the raid in, in the raid mod slot. I like that now making the weapons have Better versions of all those perks You're not going far enough. You're not going far enough in my opinion. I think Raid weapons should always be whispering Fatebringer. Fatebringer, Vision of Confluence, you know, all those weapons, there always should be that whisper of, this is the only place you can get this weapon. The only place you can do it. You know? One of the problems with the Last Wish Raid is, it's basically just a bunch of weapons and archetypes that we're familiar with, and perks that we're familiar with, so they don't stand out. Now, if you want to do that and let people go for random rolls, like, let's say you just want to get a Rampage Outlaw Chattering Bones. Well, keep grinding. The random rolls curated thing is such a great idea for raids. I love that they did this, but it's not yet fully realized, in my opinion. I believe the curated roll on a raid weapon should have a unique perk. Its drop rate should be kind of low. Maybe you could link them to challenges. I don't know. Maybe their drop rate increases when you're doing a challenge or something. But the curated curated rolls... It should be like the Luna's Howl or the Loaded Question Fusion Rifle. It should be a perk that you can't get anywhere else, and you're like, Wow, the Chattering, the curated Chattering Bones is stupid. It's got this extra thing, or it's got this perk you can't get anywhere else. That's how you treat your raid gear. Like, that's how you treat your raid gear. You're not like, oh, it's just a little bit stronger, it's Rampage, or this is just a little bit better. I like where your head's at, but again, you're not swinging the bat hard enough really swing for the fences. If I'm going in and I'm taking six people and I'm doing some of the toughest content in Destiny, well, Last Wish Raid isn't that hard. That's a whole other discussion, but... I'm going into some of the hardest content in Destiny, you know, tell tell 90% of the player base that the Last Wish raid is easy. It's easy for raiders, but it's not, I mean, and it, you know, it's obviously cheesable, but like, you know, an adept team goes in with, with all their gear. It's not that challenging, but like most of the community looks at the Last Wish raid like Mount Everest. They're like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to get up there. I'm never going to topple it. Well, if that's the way the content's landing on the community with with perception and with engagement numbers, then for Frick's sake, put some dope stuff in there doper than you can get anywhere else like I'm using a nightfall hand cannon I don't have a problem with that I don't have a problem with having great great guns and nightfalls to grind for but I should also feel the pain of like ooh but my my curated shattering bones is so fun and so awesome because of the unique perk that it gets you know put two mods on the weapons too Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you want to swing, you know, so hard that you overswing and hit a foul ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can swing too hard. You put another mod slot on there, you're basically going to make it to where nobody wants to use anything else. Now, if the the raid weapons had a raid mod slot for increased damage in the raid or benefits in the raid like Oracle Disruptor, I wouldn't mind. Because people would be like, oh, the extra mod slot doesn't really matter unless you're running the raid. And I would be okay with that. Uh, Vochmo says, what's the drop rate of the Malfeasance quest? Uh, it depends on the week. I believe this is the week. This is full curse week. Whenever you go to the Dreaming City and the Taken, big Taken balls are, you know, everywhere. Full curse week means that the, uh, the, the meatball, uh, the butthole can show up just as often as the other bosses. So the meatball should be spawning pretty, pretty well this week for you. Um... Because it's a primary weapon in the energy slot, I'm not going to use Nation of Beasts when there are so many better options in the slot. This is the point Lono has been making, precisely. Precisely. Primary weapons in the energy slot, just, they feel lost. They feel lost. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I predicted the nerf to Escalation Protocol Shotgun. It just took a certain amount of time. And I think, we, listen, I said double primary was going to have to go away before Forsaken, okay? Okay. Don't forget, don't forget. I know I, I've gotten a bad rap for being like, I predicted this, but I, I, I was pretty on the money. I was pretty on the money with the things that needed to happen and the things that we got and Forsaken with respect to the weapon system. So, so give me some credit. And, and and the community gets credit too because our back and forth, our Q&As, our conversations led to a lot of that, led to a lot of those realizations, I credited Slayer Rage Slayer Rage's video about the weapon system before Forsaken really illuminated to me the problems and we created a whole bunch of content inspired by that, and it really helped me realize why I hated Leviathan Prestige double primary sucks, right? So I'm, I'm telling you, you give it enough time, and I really truly think they're going to switch the weapon system even more. I truly believe you give it enough time, enough people really point out the fact that energy primaries are getting lost down here. They're going to slam them up here and potentially give us elemental primaries again. I really truly think if you give it enough time, because the, the the weapon system's going through an evolution. It's going through an evolution. And I could definitely, I could 100% see them making that pivot and change if enough people continue to provide that feedback. Knees Duts 88. I'm sure it's been asked, but do you feel this was an appropriate nerf? No, I covered this in my talk. Um, this, this question was asked fairly late too. So you may have been late to the discussion. You didn't hear my talk. So I, I addressed this in my talk and I said, I don't even feel this is actually a, a strong or measurable uh, nerf. Estimated profit. What about a perk called Calm Before the Storm where the new fusion goes perfectly still and does three bursts rapidly with the first trigger pull? I love this perk idea. I love the name of it, and I would love to see this on a fusion. Do it. Like, I love this. I don't think this is what we need on the loaded question, though. I think the loaded question needs something else to work as it's been designed. This is a pretty big departure from the loaded question's design, but I'd love to see this on another fusion. Uh maybe put that on a linear fusion, that'd be kinda cool. Be like 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 wild, right? That'd be kind of fun. Krusty Meat uh says, Why can't they just let us use Nation of Beasts in the kinetic slot? I want to use the gun, but I don't want to nerf myself. Yeah, we just touched on this and I just said, give it enough time. I think Bungie's gonna move things around. I really and truly do. I do. Just give it enough time. Uh, maybe next year, maybe the September release next year, they'll say, okay, you know, we, we really brought the weapon system forward. We didn't like double primary and we learned that people really don't like primaries, in the energy slot. They don't get a lot of representation. So we're shaking things up again. I can literally hear them saying that like, it's, I feel like it's going to happen with enough time. Mervana PSN, with all the rapid-fire shotguns, uh, didn't have full-auto intrinsic. Oh, what if they didn't have full-auto intrinsic, but just had a slightly faster base rate of fire? Again, I don't want to break the archetype, just make it effective within its lane. High-rate-of-fire shotguns leave their lane. That's the problem. Right? The the high-rate-of-fire shotguns leave their lane. They are good at so many things, they wear too many hats. So I don't want to break the archetype cuz then it wouldn't be good in its lane. It wouldn't be as good in its lane. I don't want to break the archetype. I just want to say, "Hey, you keep coming over here to this lane of killing mini bosses and doing boss damage. Get out of here. You don't belong in this lane. You go you go back to your lane." And if you if you quarantine it to its lane, then you work within that lane to make fusion rifles good in the lane and SMGs and sniper rifles good in that lane so there's an interplay between and you can kind of pick to use what you want for the content if the content dictates that snipers are better or whatever or if you're just your play style dictates it there's more of an interplay because everything's staying in their lane the Ikalos gets to leave its lane which is why it's just never going to get unseated unless they address high rate of fire shotgun damage on bosses uh, and mini bosses Ruku 1012. Do you think that turning Ikolash shotgun into an exotic would have been better? Maybe with a different RPM. No. Uh, reclassifying the weapon would have really ticked off the player base, and then nobody would have used it. Everybody would have just pivoted to the Badlander. Uh, tormentor. I apologize, I'm sure you answered it 50 times by now, but what did you uh, what did what did that do to the shotty? Kinda worried now. Trench barrel shuts off after three shots and you just punch again to, to activate it again. There's no cooldown. It's not that significant of a nerf. Uh toke sessions. Do you think Destiny can get back players they've lost, or is it just going to stay a niche player base? It's not a niche player base. They've got a very sizable player base. Um, They've had great engagement. Up until this week, engagement's been very good. Now, engagement just recently dropped. I don't know if that's because people are now 30 days out from their free trial, um, and a lot of those people are going to have to make the decision of whether or not they want to pay for the free trial. Uh, Or, or if... There's going to be, maybe there's just a calm before the storm. People are kind of waiting because they want to do, uh, they want to wait for the DLC next week. There was also maintenance and a gigantic patch that people had to download. And a lot of people with slower internet, just won't play the day that the patch downloads because they're like, I can't play. This is going to take too long. So the player base numbers did drop, but up until this week, the player base numbers have been very strong. I don't consider this a niche game in the least. Oh, we got a bad news. We got a hand cannon. Ooh! All right, we'll check it out in just a second. We're gonna go farm the next guy. We're gonna go farm the next guy. It's a Ha'ke hand cannon too. I've always wanted hockey hand cannons to get footing, but they're always just been so, they have always been so bad. They're just too slow to warrant use. Uh, Vanity Light. Uh, if you had to take a guess, which group of enemies do you think will be the subject of the new raid? I was predicting Fallen. Apparently, there's been some leaked images or whatever that it 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 looks like it's going to be the Fallen. I was saying Fallen just because we haven't really had a true Fallen raid. I mean, we had SIVA, but it's been a while since SIVA, right? I mean, we had the Cabal, and then we had Eater of Worlds, and then we had Cabal again, Inspire, uh, and then, you know, Last Wish is is Taken. Taken always feels like a Hive, and we haven't had a Hive raid since Crota, but, like, the Taken always kind of feels like a quasi or like kind of a hybrid hive mixture uh, because, because of the nature of what orcs did. And I don't know, it just feels dark and we're like underground and stuff. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I'm thinking Fallen. I'm thinking Fallen. Danny goes raw. Uh, I agree with your statement about now. It was um, how it wasn't so much of a nerf on the loss. Uh, you even have proof of that in Gambit, Burning, and Meleeing to reduce boss stomps. Right, yeah, right, because it's keeping you more in rhythm with boss stomps. What are your thoughts that it was actually a Trench Barrel perk nerf? As in, other weapons maybe receiving the perk? Well, actually, we've already seen a kinetic shotgun in the trailer that gets that's getting Trench Barrel. I saw, As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, that shotgun had Trench Barrel, right? I called it out as soon as I saw it. Um, Let's take a look at this hand cannon. Mulligan. Missing a shot has a chance to return ammo directly to the magazine. Explosive payload. Appended mag. Uh. Okay. It's a 110. It's a 110. Um. I would think you don't need the extra two shots from appended mag. Um. So you could get maybe the faster reload by emptying it. And... Mulligan's kind of nice. We can go with Crossfire instead of Sure Shot. Get a little bit better stability. It's got handling masterwork. Um, that's a cool looking gun. Honestly, I like the little like, ant- like side stuff on here. Um, hey, don't knock 110s. My Warden's Law is 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 a dope. Is a dope weapon. Don't you knock 110s. 110s can be pretty nice. Um, so, uh, it's called a bad news uh next question a pop this first time question long time subber do you think we will see a matchmaking in more oh do you think we'll see matchmaking in more events in destiny than what is coming in the armory nightfalls raids? i don't know if you're ever going to see it in raids they've been pretty uh they've been pretty animate about not wanting to put it in raids uh and i can see why they would want to do that wow that's slow yeah without outlaw and feeding frenzy 110s with this reload speed are just painful even if i empty it for alloy even if i empty it for alloy magazine i don't think alloy magazine's working by the way didn't alloy used to be a whole lot faster when it procced i think Alloy's broke i love the look of this gun though that thing on the side this is a this is a dope looking gun I just, that reload's terrible. All right, let's test it. We're gonna test this here during the talk. Let's empty it again. Okay, that's alloy. Okay, that was alloy. That didn't feel like alloy magazine to me. Okay. Mulligan's procking. No, it's working. It's working. It's just working on such a slow base reload. That it's, 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 it's not that noticeable. It's not that noticeable because the base reload is so slow. Mulligan's not a good perk for a hand cannon either. You're typically not missing a lot of hand cannon shots. Wait, wait, that was, oh, Tempered Metal is going. I was like, why was that so fast? Okay. Tempered Metal makes it tolerable. So... Cool-looking weapon, man. I love the look and feel of it, and I've always wanted hockey hand cannons to get footing, but they just, they're always just so hard to justify using. Now, if this thing had Feeding Frenzy and some really cool or unique perks, I could see using it, but Mulligan on a hand cannon feels just silly. Mulligan makes way more sense on a sniper, um, but you miss all the time. I don't know. Engagement ranges are pretty... Pretty close. I'll keep it on just so people can see it. Monkey Buttface says, um, "Hang on." A Pop This says, "Oh, okay. Let me finish answering your question about matchmaking." A Pop This, I don't see them ever adding matchmaking to Nightfalls. Maybe raids. Maybe raids. But you gotta understand when they're adding matchmaking to this this Forge event, or if anything in the future like Blind Well or Escalation Protocol, if anything in the future like that gets matchmaking, if any of it gets that. Then I would think that's a different, that's still a different style of content than your raids and your nightfalls. It's I wouldn't consider EP EP Escalation Protocol to be true endgame, right? It's challenging, but I don't I don't think it's like. I don't know. I don't think it's that end game, and in, in, it's in a public space. It's not super, super challenging. So I don't necessarily think you need matchmaking for. Uh, I don't think I don't think having matchmaking in those, uh, those justifies having it in raids and nightfalls. Yeah, the API says hidden name. If you try to do the primary command in chat, it doesn't know what this gun is yet. So. Monkey Buttface says, What's the best way to grind for highlight level gear? I'm a solo player. Just do your, uh... Night... Just do your, your milestones. Right? Oh, you guys are at a table together. I'm sorry, T-Funk. I didn't realize you were saying look at us in the game. Okay, well, put them on display, guys. Put them on display. Sorry. They're all sitting at the flaming table. Here, I will join you. I will join you at your frickin' table. I'm kind of off to the side though let me get a little closer I love that three of these guys aren't even in the in the like in our party there you go uh, do your milestones monkey butt face do your milestones do anything that gives you powerful gear there's no there's no silver bullet to leveling up uh, disaster says. Do you feel they should allow us to crit through shields? I feel that could make snipers and scouts more effective as well as other weapons. It'd be cool if certain weapons got intrinsic uh, shield uh, ignoring what shields are. I said that about fusions. Like, I kind of feel like fusions could get their legs as a shield buster and a, and a, and a, and a buster for you know, pushing through, you know, your majors and your shield popping, if it just ignored, if, if, if fusions always ignored the shield type, oh, it doesn't matter if your fusion rifles arc solar or, or void it, when it pops the shield, you get the same effect every time, right? You get, the same, you get the same effect every time. Like, it boom and explodes. So it doesn't matter arc, arc, solar, avoid. void. Well, that would give fusions a universality of like, oh, wow, I can kind of use this everywhere. It's great at popping shields everywhere. You know? It'd be cool to have something like that. Like, ignoring shields would be a, you know, a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool feature. You know, I think. So, these guys are all at table. They're not, I guess they're not going to help with the boss. <laughs> they're all having dinner. Uh did, 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 did. Jake Honey uh Honey Nut says one of my disappointments with Forsaken uh is has been an overall lack of perk synergy for weapons, such as grave robber not proccing, uh kill clip. What kind of synergies would you like to see in the future? Well, see, this is where I think curated roles and unique perks could really come out in full force so like reservoir burst on the loaded question works really well with auto loading holster i mean but you could go a whole lot further than that right you could you could do like auto loading holster you could do more with that like call it something else and then have it work with something how like outlaw and you know how outlaw and desperado were working have you know work together You know you could do something similar he popped the the chest up in the air when he stomped the ground i've never seen an enemy do that That that's pretty cool um so you know you could you could do that like say okay well we have auto loading holster let's pair it with something like how desperado and outlaw got paired together because auto loading holster and you know Whatever it's called, the Reservoir Burst—I think is the name of it. Uh, yeah, Reservoir Burst. You know, that's a, that's a that's a pretty cool combination. But just I think I feel like we need to go. We just always need to go further. If it's going to be a curated role, if it's going to be a pinnacle weapon, if it's going to be a unique perk like Desperado, then you really need to swing at the fences. You know. Like as long as you don't reload the gun, if you always let auto loading holster, there could be a perk that says when mag has been reloaded with auto loading holster, first half of the mag is like got a damage buff or something. So you're basically always pulling the gun out, and you know you could call it you could call it overcharge barrel. So it kind of work like trench barrel. You're like, oh, if you let auto loading holster reload it, then the front half of the mag gets gets that increased damage the other thing you could do with that is you could say this perk only works if the mag has been has been if you've used half of the mag right you have to empty half of the mag in order for the perk like auto loading holster has to refill at least half of the mag to proc this so you've you've got to you've got to use use that You gotta use that ammo to then get that perk. That could be cool too. Like, there could be a lot of synergies like that I think that could come out. Saving Annihilator. Do you think Bungie looked at the curated Warden's role and thought, this could be another Black Spindle problem, and that's why they gave it Zen Moment? I mean, why? Maintaining three times Rampage is not game-breaking. Look, you gave me Feeding Frenzy. I can maintain three times Rampage pretty easy. Pretty dadgum easy. With uh, feeding Frenzy on, on my Warden's Law. It's not that difficult to keep Rampage going. I, I If their mindset on it is, if their mindset on it is, oh, it's going to be too breaking or whatever, I, pff, I don't know what game they're playing because three times Rampage is not that hard to maintain on the right weapon. And yeah. they're letting you do it with Feeding Frenzy pretty easily anyway. Maple Rebel, why does Bungie fear fusion rifles being powerful when they're the most iconic unique weapon in Destiny? Man, what a good question, right? Like, hand cannons and shotguns? Like, how many games have we played with hand cannons and shotguns and auto rifles and pulse rifles? Like, fusion rifles are yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a very token and unique weapon to the franchise. Like, I loved I loved fusion rifles in D1. When I was pl- I went back when I was new to the game and playing through, like, you know, strikes and story missions before I really caught on to shotguns and stuff. You know, we only play Destiny. I don't know. I play plenty of shooters in plenty of other games. Speak for yourself, DJ Akari, uh, With wanting a really strong cyber, so I mean, to answer your question, I don't know why. I don't know why fusions are getting so left on the shelf. They are a very iconic weapon. I'm misusing them, DJ Kari. With wanting a really strong sniper rifle uh, with that crit bonus, which I have no issue with, wouldn't that just be promoting a D1 style loadout where you just grab uh, uh grab snipers for boss damage? No, no, because because. Proper boss design is gonna grade against you doing that the reason it works So well in D1 is you're remembering the era of Kingsfall, which is enemies and bosses that just frickin stood there just Shoot me in the head war priests to shoot me in the belly Golgoth, to shoot me in the head sisters You know what I mean? So you you know your memory is enemies that were so easy to just dump sniper rifles into their heads, but if the enemy moves enough if the enemy has mechanics, if the boss is agile or its crit space is small enough, you're probably not going to do that. You'll pivot to your 1K voices. You'll pivot to your Thunderlord, you know. I, But on the right boss, you get out a sniper rifle and you just dump your rounds into his head. You kind of deserve to get a good damage rating because you got to use the gun properly, you know. Again, I, like snipers as a slow firing precision weapon Okay, think about that for just a second it's a slow firing precision weapon what should it do are you killing red bar ads with it no you don't have a lot of ammo to warrant that the fire rate and the engagement range makes no sense to use it on red bars what about shielded enemies and majors maybe maybe again when I got rid of that one sniper rifle that had it Genesis and explosive rounds that might have been pretty nice you just zoom in bam pop the shield and then switch to something else or land that headshot and then you get rid of them with two bullets but again that feels not necessary like barrel stuffing is just so so effective so you would relegate the sniper to being like in the right instance in the right content you get out the sniper rifle and you get awarded for precision on a, on a boss. And the trade-off, the reason, that, you know, you're feeling a sense of pain from that decision because as you go through the areas with lots of, you know, enemies and lots of majors, you don't have a mid-tier weapon for that. Or if you do, you got to be very careful with how you take your shots. A lot of energy snipers don't even bust shields in one shot. Yeah, like, that's just ludicrous. That's ludicrous. I used a sniper uh, a while back. We were doing a talk, a QA, and a And I used a sniper on a public event boss. And it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. I was like, I used so much ammo on him and I I was tickling him. It was stupid. It was dumb. But if I back off and I take the time to land those shots, man, you gotta reward me. Or the gun as it functions doesn't function. Remember, I went on this big speech, but at the very front end of it, I said, what kind of weapon is a sniper rifle? It is a slow fire rate, supposed to be, uh, high damage but it's a slow fire rate precision weapon slow fire rate precision weapons are only going to function if they if they can land in that identity I'm going to sit back take my shots and when I land them I'm, I'm rewarded heavily whisper of the worm in the right context does this I'm going to sit back I'm going to wait for whisper breathing and I'm going to nail these shots unfortunately whisper just ends up getting dumped into the mouth of Riven if you're not cheesing because it's just easy to easy damage and you just keep getting your bullets back Nexi uh, Nexi do you honestly think the return of the last word will break the Luna's house and not Forgottens maybe 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 that's why they wanted to do the grenade launcher because they know that the that the, the, the last Word's is going to turn the, the crucible into the wild wild west and you're going to want people to have something to kind of bust that up and the, the grenade launcher might do that Ooh, do I use the kinetic grenade launcher? Do I use the last word? Uh, That's a hard decision, right? And when you go into, like, a more competitive environment, you kind of look at what the other team is doing. You're like, oh, it's a bunch of last words. Okay, I'm not very good with the last word. You are. Okay, put your last word on. I'm going to put my grenade launcher on, and we're having a good combo to bust them up. You know? Last word's an exotic. Right, but if it's kinetic it'll be a kinetic, you wouldn't be able to have that primary grenade launcher on anymore, or the mountaintop. Uh, Dethrone the Lion, Lono, your thoughts on making some exotic perks on exotic weapons, extremely rare drops on legendaries, for example, ride the bull from Huckleberry on a trackless waste, or even a memento mori on a warden's law. I do not expect it to happen, but it sounds cool. Okay, You're touching at something I've talked about But I haven't really formulated it a a lot And I haven't talked about it a lot There should be a spectrum of weapon That looks like this You got white weapons, green weapons Blue weapons, purple weapons Okay, within the purple weapons You have bad, good, and god rolls And then above a god roll Is a curated roll A curated roll lands in between A god roll legendary and an exotic So a curated Chattering Bones should feel like, man, this is so, this is almost an exotic. This is really, really good pulse rifle. This is stupidly good. It's better than any god roll you can dream up. It's just, it's just dumb awesome. Right? And then you have exotics. Now within exotics, there's always going to be like, why would i ever use malfeasance or why would i ever use the wish ender why would i ever use these these exotic weapons when i can have something that's just so universally effective or so strong like the thunder lord like the 1k voices right well i mean that's that's a completely other discussion about diversity within exotics incentivization of using an exotic you know against the backdrop of exotics that are just so so good we talked about that a little bit ago about how the the idea of an exotic just pairs so well with the identity of a heavy weapon uh because of how because of how often heavy weapons are used and what they're used for it just has a really natural synergy with it just making an exotic you know you can only kill ads so fast right you can only kill ads so fast so using a primary using a kinetic exotic just doesn't make sense how much faster can you kill trash ads right and then a mid-tier one like a Telesto or something. Again, how fast can you really kill a shielded, bo- a shielded enemy or a major? Eh, you know, it's generally all landing in kind of the same area of efficiency, and high-rate-of-fire shotguns just get the job done every time. So again, universality of the high-rate-of-fire shotguns is hurting. Is kind of hurting that what should be a more intrinsic weapon balance. Uh, now to circle back to your question, I just kind of went on a long speech about what the weapon hierarchy should look like, right? You got legendaries, bad, good, and God roles within the legendaries. And then you got curated roles or pinnacle weapon roles that are basically curated roles. And those are used to create legendaries that are basically like a cut above the rest it's almost it's almost Oh, we got another valiant shotgun it's almost as good as an exotic right i think you're kind of close to it a memento mori that's not as good as memento mori or the the ride the bull you could call it you know i don't know you could call it something else like ride the ride the ride the cattle or something to, to make it clear that like it's a weaker version you know that could be kind of neat but that could be kind of neat but again are you are you really are you really gonna want we got a full choke with rampage moving target light mag you probably want to run an extended mag on this i don't know reload reload master work i don't know this isn't a pve weapon obviously so if you're going to go for the pvp role that's not really a pvp role Uh, Marcel Levine says, how do you feel about Bungie retracting some of the perks on armor and guns, warden's law and the oath keeper? Uh, again, it's disappointing. We already touched on the, on the warden's law. So I don't, I don't want to go back through it again. Um, but, uh, isn't Balagin an old weapon just updated? Well, these are all, aren't these all old weapons? Isn't the bad news a gun that has already existed? The bad news was a gun that already existed, but these are experimental versions, aren't they? If I go into my, if I go into Dim and I search for the bad news, I thought there was a, I thought there was a hockey bad news already in the game. And the Balagint, I got we'll just look in collections. I'm looking in Dim like a dum-dum. Let's go to weapons and let's go to hand cannons yeah right here bad news is right here it's the same it's the same weapon sit down we need to talk so they're doing oh this is like the siva of stuff this is just like wrath of the machine bad news xf4354 this is an experimental prototype i think this is how the forge is probably going to work that's kind of cool. That's a cool spin on on. It even kind of has that f- that that symbol right here. I just now noticed it. It kind of has the symbol on the side there, kind of like Siva weapons. This is ex- I'm, I'm kind of getting exciting at the prospect here. These could have unique perks that you can't get anywhere else. Think about it, too. Think about the weapons that they're targeting, right? Nobody ever used the balagent Show of Force, or the Bad News, right? They're Hake weapons. Hake weapons get really underrepresented, don't they? I think this is a Hake weapon. If anything, well, it's like a toil in trouble. But the balagent already existed up to this point, so it's the, it's the Um, I like that idea of, say, like, if they actually pull it off and they make them cool, then you could say, yeah, here's the Balagent. Yeah, it's a Hake. It's a Hake. So they're all Hake weapons. Now I said a long time ago, I've always wanted Hake weapons to be viable. The only viable Hake weapons in existence are the are the Half Dan and the Antiope. These guns are all trash, basically. Uh so it'd be cool if they could really, really take these and make them Hake weapons worth using. So Oh, it's the Balagant instead of Balagant sorry. Or oh, no, you're saying Hargy anyway yeah hopefully they do it hopefully they make them awesome yeah but to the question about retracting perks it's disappointing hopefully we can get some cool new perks in the future um oh the pulse and the auto rifle that are showing up that people are getting are are suros well hopefully we can get a pulse or an auto rifle i'd love to try them out grandpa anth do you think we should be getting a kinetic higher rpm hand cannon in black armory that competes with the coup and the others i think it's time we get some competition there i agree i agree um, it'd be nice to have some competition, although hand cannons are so dominant. Hand cannons are so dominant. Let me push back and say, why not get some really, really good auto rifles? Why not get some really, really good, uh, scouts, you know, so next question, uh, putting work BB says, do you think year one weapons except for exotics should be light caps so they can't progress past black armory i'm willing to bet my hunter that no matter what comes out ikelos will still be better and midnight will still be the best hand cannon well let's wait let's wait because they're showing that they're willing to really really ramp up perks okay so think about just now we can already kind of imagine putting a dragonfly mod on nation of beasts that makes dragonfly a bigger and a stronger explosion right Putting a Rampage Timer Extender on my Warden's Law is, I mean, that's better than a Midnight Coup to a certain extent. My Rampage lasts longer than yours and my gun hits like a dadgum truck and its reload feeding frenzy is really, really fast, Um, right? So they're already showing that they're willing to really take the new weapons beyond what year one weapons are capable of. They really need to dig in on that. What if there's a hand cannon in the forge? What if this gun right here in the forge can be reforged with just, a, just an insane perk synergy that makes it one of the best, if not the best, 110 hand cannon in the game? And you're like, as long as you hit your shots, this thing is just an absolute wrecking machine. And then you leave behind your Midnight Coup. See? Because then you're like, oh, I can't now. Now, not only does the Midnight Coup have a great, you know, ground level role, but now it also, it doesn't have the mod slot. It doesn't have a mod slot that makes the perks on it better. It doesn't have the 10 level masterwork. I mean, you can masterwork it, right? So, so. Being told, your hand cannon perk Mulligan is only available on Whisper currently. Exotic perks coming to the pool now. Wow, well, I wouldn't call Mulligan. I wouldn't call that a exotic perk mulligan was a legendary perk in d1 so at the present time sure it's only available on exotic but i don't want to go so far as to say um that that isn't a, is, a, is a traditionally exotic perk right looks like the season of black and red love it baby i loved wrath of the machine colors and obviously my branding i love black and red arctic spartan what are your thoughts on adding a slide shot onto lq LQ, uh, I can't imagine chaining the, oh, on the loaded question, I can imagine chaining the reservoir burst very easily that way in PVE, and you wouldn't have ammo, you could try that, again, I think the real issue, I think the real issue is that it shoots so slow, it needs plan C to be, not plan C, (laughs) it needs backup plan to be intrinsic to uh, reservoir burst Or if it's not Intrinsic then again embrace The oh you guys Embrace the nature of the weapon being Like A a ammo A ammo economy weapon It just has really good ammo economy like one Or the other I don't think adding slide Shot is the answer although again You could maybe chain the reservoir burst If you get pretty good at it you might be On to something right i'm saying you could just have it reload itself if you get a multi-kill you're saying you got to slide around i like my idea better uh than yours now sometimes i'm willing to say that i like somebody else's idea better but in this case i just like my idea better because i think it's more related to how you use the weapon than like you just always always have reservoir bursts as long as you slide um i don't know oh somebody just got one somebody got something that started with an A so I'm not sure who got that we can inspect that in a moment if they uh, let me know in chat I'm pretty sure that was somebody in our group that got the drop inspect me yeah it was T-funk T-funky donkey oh a grenade launcher rampage rangefinder, and high explosive ordnance and linear compensator it's got blast radius oh that is so cool looking The Acantha D. Another Hake weapon. It's another Hake weapon. And if we go in here to weapons and grenade launchers, and here is the Acantha D right there. Right there. So there seems to be a very consistent theme here of Hake weapons that are somewhat reforged. This could be the beginnings and the whispers of how faction rally gets redone as well as how, um, as well as how they decide to do, uh, arms week. Maybe, maybe you saw some sorrow stuff too. Yeah. I really want to see, uh, the pulse rifles and the auto rifles. I don't know if you guys have pictures, tweet them at me. Cause I've not seen those yet. I would love to get one. Uh, Ace of Spades says, do you think they would lock the new kinetic trench barrel shotgun behind the raid considering a lot of our community is casual? No idea, maybe, or at least put it in a, a nightfall or make it a pinnacle grind, not sure. Sethston says, I don't like the fact that they nerfed trench barrel. I think they just should have put it on other shotguns like they did with the new kinetic shotgun. Do you think that would have been a better idea? No, because trench barrel's not been nerfed. It's barely nerfed. It's, it's, it's just like the softest nerf ever. And... Putting it on other weapons isn't really the solution, putting other weapons in a spot where they can compete or be a viable secondary option is the solution, underrepresentation of other weapon types is the problem, just pivoting to another shotgun doesn't really create diversity in the loadouts uh the ultra uh duff duff master hey lono before forsaken they were talking about how the masterwork system was going to evolve but what it would uh what if you could prestige weapons resetting their masterwork and this would unlock a new mod slot which would let you choose kinetic solar arc or void damage which would then allow the weapons to move slots do you think this could be a good move i like this I like this because this is creating more idea of mastery. Do you want to have an element on your primary weapon? Then use the frick out of it and prestige it. I think this is such a smart, smart idea. This is great. This is great. It makes it more about mastery and investment than just like, yeah, here you go. Here's three elements. This is I, this is this is a winner. This is a winner of an idea right here. That's a ham dinger right there. I would I would fully support that being how they implement it. Uh, Dwight Devil. Do you know if primary shotguns do more damage per pellet than energy shotguns? I saw primary hand cannon do more energy than, uh, do more than the energy hand cannon per shot. Well, there's a critical multiplier that you get on a kinetic weapon that you don't get on an energy weapon. So yes, if you land crits, there is, there is a multiplier there. Intrinsic to the kinetic type. Estimated profit. What if the double mod idea would benefit or hurt base stats depending on what combo it is? Again, I like this because this creates the idea of you, you, you having the pluses and the minuses brace frame gave you the stability and made the made the clip smaller like right there was the what was the hand laid stock hand laid stock was the one that gave you really good stability but it lowered what did it lower it made reload or range lower or something and it felt like a significant trade-off that's why brace frame became the go-to because lowering the the clip size wasn't that big of a deal especially if you got um outlaw on it brace frame was great like it was the most stability you could get on an item <clears throat> it was huge and all it did was make the clip smaller oh it hurt range that's right hand laid stock reigned in the range but it gave you tons of stability which always felt like a contradiction on a scout rifle it's like I'm lowering the range to get stability you know what I'm saying yeah uh majestic says do you think riven was the last Ahamkara, or will we still encounter more in future raising content no idea man I'll ask bife ask James what he thinks Arctic Spartan, uh, now that other shotguns are getting Trench Barrel, what do you think about subs also getting it? I've already asked this question. I don't want Trench Barrel put on other weapons. I want other weapons to be given perks that sort of, ooh, cool. I've never done that. That was neat. All three knives were just chilling there. Um, I, uh, I want the perks to be in line with the archetype and the weapon type, right? The, the reservoir burst is, is, uh, is cool for... A fusion rifle it just doesn't it just doesn't work that well because of the nature of how fast it shoots right so i don't want to see trench barrel just put everywhere like a copy pasta like everybody loves trench barrel like boom 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 you just put it everywhere uh bob's with the brand new prime sub thank you so much for the brand new prime sub um hewitt says what about exotic armor works, or catalysts some are just so unusable I'm not going to worry too much about this. They gave us so much to chase and so much to do if certain masterworks or certain things get left by the wayside or certain exotics feel... You know, not that great or not that usable. I'm not going to get over it. I, uh, I'm not going to get too upset about it. Uh, Bob's not a question, but I wanted to say this is the first and I've ever listened to uh, and I had to say that I really enjoy this. Well, thank you. You just subbed. I appreciate that. If you guys are enjoying the Q&A, you've been enjoying the vibe this morning. We do these talks. We do these podcast style formats. These hit iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. But be sure to follow the channel. If you click the little heart button, that's totally free and it makes sure that you're following my channel so you don't miss my streams. Uh, Venom Decay what if the foundries were the original and starting basis for the weapon foundries we know uh, today, I actually theorized something similar to this yesterday since there's three. There's way more weapon foundries than the three forges or the three houses that we saw. I'm wondering, since this is related to the Golden Age, what if the three forges, the three houses, are the origins of Dead Orbit, Future War Cult, and New Monarchy since they all have their own colors and shaders and ornaments. You can check those in the collections. Uh, if you go to collections and you go to flare, you can go to... Uh, is it tower where is it I can't remember where it was is it seasons no it's open world you go to open world go right here in the front of open world Rasmussen clan Sato tribe and house of Mirren what if those are the original origins of dead orbit new monarchy and future War Cult? that could be cool too and it could be a way for them to bring back a version of faction rally uh, 16 months from Freebird. 16 months what looking forward to the future of destiny and gaming together thank you so much uh GWTC says, What with all these Hake, which sounds Norwegian, uh maybe each of the weapon companies, Amelon and Suros and Hake are from the three families. Yeah, but there's more. There's Amelon, there's Amelon, there's Suros, there's Hake. There's Tex Mechanica, there is uh de- 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 I'm probably forgetting I'm probably forgetting some. There's more, there's more than just three foundries there's date yeah there's the dido one uh there's the dido one um not datto <laughs> uh, did, 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 did. yeah you're mixing texan dido now texan dido don't have a huge presence in the game oh yeah and Vice. vice is in the game a lot yeah viced um yeah and sector sector 08 right hyperion shut the frick up that's funny next question uh sotiel Maybe they could add hard CD to trench in addition with the three shot limit, something similar. Oh, a cooldown, a hard cooldown. Uh, maybe something similar. this effect can only take place once every so many seconds. Here's the thing, man. I don't want to take trench barrel and I don't want to take the way this weapon functions and just completely retool it. I like again. If Listen, if you're going to ask a question or make a suggestion that setting your sights on Trench Barrel or Icolos, my position has changed. The issue is not Icolos or Trench Barrel. The issue is high rate of fire shotguns being universally effective and wearing like five different hats. The guns don't stay in their lane. They're not serving as mid-tier secondary weapons. They're serving as mid-tier secondary weapons as well as like miniature heavy weapons. They kind of do too much. Uh... Sage Soul says, "Do you feel like any sidearms are useless lately? I've been using Solar Translation Theory with Outlaw Kill Clip. Uh, yeah, we always miss the chance to get this when we get lagged on the on the the transition. We might be able to go back here and get another one. I've been using a Transition Theory with Outlaw Kill Clip lately, and it just wrecks majors. Um, I'm not against sidearms. I always just feel like when I use a sidearm, I." I don't know i feel like i run out of ammo maybe i just haven't used them enough in the way that you're describing i don't know maybe i should be maybe i should be giving them a try because sidearms seem to always roll god roll <laughs> they seem to always drop god roll like they're trying to incentivize you using one every time i get a sidearm it's like my gosh what a great roll if i can only get this roll you know on a pulse rifle or something so yeah i i Sidearms just feel out of place in this game, to be honest. I would love for Trace Rifles to show up as legendary weapons. I'd love for Swords to be energy weapons. And I would love for Fusions and Snipers to get a whole lot more footing. I would love for SMGs to show up as energy weapons and give them a huge, huge damage buff, damage buff to, to warrant, like, well, it's an energy weapon, it has way less ammo, but, man, it rips. Like, I would love to see that happen before I really even give a crap about sidearms. Sorry, I just I don't care. I don't like them um, that much. I think having 11 clips now is great. Yeah, I, there was a Suros full auto sidearm I used to use periodically just for fun in public spaces, but it never felt that strong. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll have to try out some of that here in a little bit just to experiment, so. Great questions today. I'm going to keep streaming. I am not shutting down the stream. We're going to keep streaming, keep farming. I really want to get the auto rifle, the pulse. So keep watching if you want to see if I get that. Don't turn away. You'll miss the farm. But I'm going to cut the podcast here. If you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I appreciate you listening and watching to my content. Please like, share, and subscribe.